Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash the Onyx Path. My name is Travis. My pronouns are he and they, and I will be your game master as we return for Scarred Lands Sins of Shelzar Season 3, Episode 11, Aftermath. Uh, in this episode, we're going to dive into the um, the consequences of the, uh, some might say heroic, others might say horrible decisions that were made uh, last session uh, by our players. Uh, and we'll explore that a little bit uh, momentarily. But before we do, uh, I would like to call your attention to a couple of things. First of all, uh, it is my extreme pleasure to announce uh, that Trinity Continuum Adventure is now available in POD and PDF over at Drive-Thru RPG. Uh, this is the Pulp Era Trinity Continuum book. Uh, it is the second edition of probably, like in my top four, top three favorite RPGs of literally all time. And I had the extreme honor and pleasure of being able to write on it. So uh, I cannot recommend highly enough you run out today and pick up Trinity Continuum Adventure. Um, forgive our uh, dancing around on the screen momentarily as right. uh, a couple of players, uh, our Chicago contingent are all late today. So um, it, it, it happens. Uh, we will We will survive. Must be um, Chicago traffic. Right, it must be Chicago yep. traffic. Um, but yeah, I wanted to bring to your attention that Trinity Continuum Adventure is currently available uh, and uh, recommend you run out and pick that up uh, at your earliest convenience. And then uh, write a, you know, rate it, write a review of it, say nice things about it. Um, tell your friends to do the same. Uh, also want to remind you that the last Friday of every month is uh, Onyx Path Game Night over at Start Playing. Uh, I just went through, if you're a subscriber of this channel, you should be able to go and watch the VOD right now. Otherwise, if you check it out over on our YouTube shortly uh, in the next couple of days, I just had Devin from Start Playing on the channel. Uh, he walked me through setting up a game through the process. It's super easy. Um so, uh, yeah, if you're interested in running a game, we have a sort of coordinated uh, game night the last Friday of every month. People get together to play Onyx Path games. Uh, you can set that up and start playing. You can charge for it or you can run it for free. It's up to you. Uh, if you're looking to play a game, you can go on there and look and see what's on offer. And if you're looking for groups, you can also always check out our Discord, uh, which we also do have dedicated game rooms for uh, in addition to a looking for group channel. Um, so if you, you know, need a place to set up for your voice chat, you hop right onto our Discord server. We have rooms right there. Uh, it's a good fun time for all parties concerned. Uh, I think that pays the bills for today. So uh, that being said, let's get into it. When last we met, uh, our adventurers had fought their way into the Falcon's lair, uh, were able to defeat the, the uh, Titan spawn and crack its chest open and place the winter bloom seeds within its heart's blood to melt and be destroyed. Uh, therefore, ending the threat of a snow apocalypse that uh, the Frost Queen wanted to inflict on the world of Skarn. 
but it, in the process also causing Ithrin to betray the goddess that she had pledged to worship. Um, that process took uh, eight days. Uh, so when we begin tonight's game, uh, we have 16 days left in the countdown of where Tenniel has blocked um, Fralia from being able to spot Ithrin. Um, during this time, the party has made something of a base of operations out of the former Thulkin's home. Uh, though they have yet to clean out the remaining thunder orbs, uh, the rest of the security has been disabled and twisted to their advantage. Charlie has been uh, casting guards and wards throughout the uh, area to keep them safe and isolated. And Charlong, I believe, has been working on uh, maintaining a teleport circle uh, with the idea of theoretically doing that every day for the next year so that um, they can have a permanent circle leading to this place. Does that sound about like where we parked? Yep. Excellent. So the winter bloom seeds are destroyed. You've all leveled up. Congratulations. Um, this was a big one. This was level 13. So you all, I believe, got a proficiency bonus bump um, and a couple of extra things. Uh, so should be fun. Um, so tell me what would you all like to do with this remaining time? You have 16 days until Freelia will no longer be being held at bay by Tenille. Uh, so there are two things I want to do. Um, so now that uh, the disease have been smashed, uh, Ithrin would like to poke her head uh, outside of the falcon lair and sort of uh, read the signs in nature uh, to see if the Winter Queen is at all pissed off. Uh, and then the second thing she would like to do is sort of ponder if there's anything she can do um like any any place that she can go that would be safe from the snow queen the winter queen sure um why don't we start things off with a lovely uh religion check for Ithrin, please okay and my proficiency bonus for that is zero <laughs> and i rolled a 15. excellent so as you're kind of sitting there thinking and trying to figure out, like, what are my options? What are my options? Um, inspiration sort of strikes in that the divine victors, the main eight gods of Skarn, all sort of called a truce at the end of the Divine War and uh, pissed off to their respective extra-dimensional homes. Uh, and though they have been seen on Skarn uh, in, the, in the years intervening, it has grown less frequent with each passing year. 
as they become more entwined in their celestial responsibilities. Now the Titans are not there to keep uh, the world spinning, as it were. Uh, it falls to the victors to do so. However, as far as you know, the, there are two factors that might work in your favor. One, the victors are not beholden in any way, shape, or form to not interfere with the affairs of demigods, mm -hmm. um, of which Freya is one. And secondly, um, you have enough to go on to firmly believe that uh, the gods would not have approved of this plan. That this was not part of the of, of the divine plan for Skarn. Knowing that there are kind of a couple of options for who you might turn to for help uh, in terms of passing some sort of judgment or alleviating you of, of guilt or perhaps interceding on your behalf. Uh, you turn to Sneal to hide you. Um, but that's a temporary fix at best. Right. You realize that your best options uh, would lie with petitioning either Chardoon, who is sort of the, among many profiles, is the god of binding. Mm -hmm. um, so conceivably, you might be able to work out some sort of a deal with Chardoon where uh, he could bind Freilia against hurting you. Uh, problem being is Chardoon is absolutely lawful evil and you are uh, mm. uh, well aware of that that uh Chardin is also the god of war generals and slavery um not a nice guy i think i'm chaotic good so diametrically opposite <laughs> right um option two would be um to throw yourself at the mercy of madriel the redeemer and hope that she would intervene on your behalf. Um, okay, that that sounds like a better god to ask a favor of. Sure. I, I certainly need a little bit of redemption going on right now. Uh, the third option would be to um, plead your case to Hadrad, the lawful good god of of law, judgment, and order. Uh, what is uh, Madria? Yes. Uh, what is her alignment? Uh, Catechid. All right. I think I'm going to go with the god whose alignment is the most like my own. So. Okay. Um, a couple of other things to consider things to think about uh -huh. um as far as you know with your religion check of 15 uh there are temples of madriel all over the place 
um, pretty much anywhere that's not under the sort of yoke of Chardun worship on Gelsbad will have some sort of a temple to Madriel. Um, getting a direct audience with Madriel, a bit harder. The only way you know of uh, that allegedly would give you a direct line to her is a legendary construction in the Kelder Mountains, uh, deep inside the city of Baruchtorn, the home of the Kelder Dwarves. There is allegedly a artifact known as the Devonall Arch. Um, this arch was constructed during the Divine War um, by Goran, the God of the Dwarves, for this explicit purpose of baiting um, Churn into it so that Madriel could basically, so Churn would fall into Madriel's realm of healing and redemption, and that thus, because he was a titan of disease, be weakened enough that Madriel could take him down. Um, it didn't get used because at the moment during the battle when the Kelder Dwarves and, and the Drendali Elves were supposed to be baiting Churn into this arch, um, the Dwarves under Garan's command uh, abandoned the fight, betraying the Drendali, uh, claiming that the Drendali, that they had, that uh, Garan had received a vision that the Drendali were going to betray him. So, so there's an empty god trap just sitting there. Well, no, they destroyed the Devonall Arch that was ah. uh, set up on the, on the bridge, but there is one, uh, according to legend, still located within the city of Baruchtorn. So it's not just like out where you can get to it. You would need to go petition the dwarves to try to get access to it. Um, it's a lot to do in 16 days <laughs> that is yeah. the that's the most direct route you know of to Madriel again there's temples all over the place um, now okay. Hadrad there's there's two other um, I guess two kind of more direct routes to uh, get in touch with the God of Law. Um, give me just a half a second. So I also uh, looked up my alignment. I am chaotic neutral. Excellent. Uh, which falls more in line with? Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there's a couple of others. You know, um, I mean, Vangel's chaotic evil. You don't know. You, you doubt severely that Vangel would help for any reason whatsoever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're gonna. Right. We're gonna put the evil gods at like. Let's ask them last. Sure. Uh, and Keeley's chaotic neutral, um, but you know that's a literal crapshoot as to whether or not they would help you. Um, okay. Hadrada, Hadrada, you do know you could reach uh, one of two ways. There are two principal temples of Hadrada that are known to be visited by the god somewhat regularly. There's the library at Lokil, which according to 
uh, Legend and Rumor, the uh, Master Archivist can summon Hadrada in times of need. Um, and then there's the city of Hadrad, uh, where um, Hadrada is known to visit once a year. Um, problem with going to Hadrad is it's literally illegal to allow a druid into the city. Right. So, uh, so my thought process is Hadrad would probably judge us. And we have been doing a lot of shady shit. <laughs> um, so uh, my plan and what Ithrin will sort of go back and tell the rest of the party about is her plan is to start heading towards um, what was what was the place that we could contact Madrio? Baruch Torn uh, would be the the Devonal Arch. Um, you, you could go to any. There's a temple to Madriel and Shelzar. Um, yeah. So her is as far as like uh, to that, and there's a temple to Madriel and Lokiel as well. Those are the two probably nearest cities to you. Um, yeah. So her plan is to head towards. You just told me the city name. Baruch Torn. Baruch Torn. Yeah. Baruch Torn. Yeah. So. She's going to head there, and if she crosses uh, paths or comes across any temples to Madriel along the way, she'll duck in there. Okay. Uh, and see if that will work, but otherwise she'll head, like, in that direction. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go do this thing that might help me not get smote but it means traveling which is dangerous so and it I'm is not... a not small amount of traveling in order to get if you're traveling overland to get to Barak Torn from where you're at um give me just a second here and I'll yeah, so you are you're literally on the other side of the continent from the Kelder Mountains right now. Um, um so I'll I'll tell everyone else like hey, I'm not going to ask you to come with me because that's really dangerous and you have already done more than I could ever ask of anyone else to be a part of. But if you want to travel in this direction with me, I won't stop you. Any thoughts I'll from go. anyone? I'll go. Charlong just mentioned that if we want to make this place some place we can come back to, I'll need to be here at least once a day. Uh, where are the teleportation circles that you all have committed to memory? Um, mine. So, uh, Gleaming Valley, Kova Kemru, a cave outside Stasium, Zacharik, which is an Eshik settlement, a wizard tower in Kurzakoshin. Yep. 
Idra north of Gelsbad and Hollowfaust. Okay. Uh, also, so, uh, I would think about oh Shelzar. I, I forgot to mention that one. That one sure first on the list. Um, um, Hollowfaust uh, is pretty close to Lokiel. If you wanted to go that route to try to get to Hadrada, um, you're the closest that you would get out of those. Uh, if you were traveling by teleportation circle, would be. Um, the Gleaming Valley, where there is also a temple to Madriel. And also, like, we did save them. They might, you know, pour some extra effort into getting you in contact with Madriel. You did save them. You did also save them and then leave on the eve of a battle. So, I mean, just saying, like, yes, you did some amazing heroic stuff for them, but also do keep in mind that you then left when uh, Glivadatel was about to invade. <laughs> so. In our defense, they said it was fine. Have we heard any news of that situation? Uh, no, because I don't think any of you have bothered to follow up on it. Well, I try to remember, but it's too far away. <laughs> Right, but you also declined to have uh, anyone cast sending for you. Uh, it's it's going to be awkward to text my boyfriend, like, out of nowhere. Like, new phone is. It's just... Also, wasn't that, like, a dwarven city that you wanted to go to? Would... Yeah, Brocktorn is a dwarven city, yes. Potentially, could we find... Some place that would be likely to know and be willing to trade in the teleportation circle sigils or bring us to uh why don't you uh Charlong make a history check for me please sure not my strong suit but uh three or four will not do it probably no it will not uh, you haven't the foggiest. You do know, uh, you do recall mention that uh, the Broadreach dwarves and the um, and the uh, Kelder dwarves regard each other as cousins, but that's literally all you know. And you know, so you think maybe. Um, uh, the bard that you were taking around at the uh, from uh, from uh, Leone uh, to Freehome might have mentioned spending some time in um, Barak Torn, but that's really about it. I'm not saying don't go to the Gleaming Valley. I'm just reminding you that you did, in fact, leave like while Holofaust was about to invade. We had to. I mean, we had that's shit to Holofaust's do. problem. <laughs> not not Holofaust. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Livadotel. I mean, that's their problem. I'm sure they can deal with it. 
We told them. We gave them warning. We did warn them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, I mean, you could try just traveling over land, but uh, without the aid of magic, you will never make it to Brock Torn in 18 days or in uh, 16 days. You just won't. Okay. It's 3,000 miles away from where you're at. What's the closest miles? What's the closest miles wise that I had a. Um, so, as far as temples of Madriel, uh, oh, closest no, to, to the city, Brechtorn or whatever. Oh, um, the Gleaming Valley by far. It cuts, it'll cut the distance in more than half. But you'll still be almost halfway away from. Yeah, still more than 16 days travel. We either need to find someone that knows exactly how to get there. Possibly if you could find an object that has recently come from there. Uh, well, would there be some sort of like sympathetic link between the temples, do you think? So like if we went to a closer temple for Madrio, like would that help? Uh, from everything I know about uh, teleportation magic, you need very strong links, not not kind of okay mm. links. Unlike, it would probably help for like a clairvoyance type spell. But I don't know about teleportation. Charlie, why don't you give me an arcana check? Oh, I suppose I could do that. <clears throat> Well, if I can find the D20 or anything. 21. Excellent. Uh, so you realize, remember, it occurs to you um, that there is another option, possibly at the Library of Lokiel. Um, according to legend, uh, one of the few orreries of the plains is installed at the library of, of Lokiel. Um, it allows you, if you can get access to it, it allows you to open a planar gate to any of the, um, divine or zod zodiacal planes. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll share that information. Uh, do you have teleport circle? Yeah. Uh, is that one of the locations you know? I have no idea. I don't know how I know what I know. You would have noted them down uh, theoretically. Otherwise, you because you learned one when you learned the spell. Two when um, you learned the spell. Yeah, it's when you learn the spell, sorry. Uh, so I think when you learned the spell, you decided it was going to be um, Shalzar and... Uh, Probably. We'll and see. the Gleaming Valley. But. 
I have no methods to any of my madness. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Sorry. Mm. It's your cat. You have to show us the cat. <laughs> She's right there in the back. <laughs> I see her. She's on the shelf. Yeah, no, I have... I probably wrote it down somewhere. That sounds rightish. That's fine. But I thought I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> and I don't see it. Oh, kitten. Yeah, I would just stream kit. Um, yeah, I would assume that those would be the two that you're uh, most familiar with. She's so patient being held like that. She is a potato. Oh, look at that face. Well, but I haven't had it long, so. If That's we plan to make this a base, I need to cast a spell in this location every day. Yes. For a year. Yes. Which means no. I can take us to any location that we know a teleportation circle for every day. And I can bring us back here. Mm -hmm. At any time during that day. Well, and now that those sigils are there any of you who knows teleportation circle can teleport back to this base because you all can just memorize the um symbols right so if you want to conserve the spell slot so that you can cast it when you get back somebody else could teleport circle and bring you back home um well i, so have, got that I also have right. teleport which is just verbal and 100 percent chance for tele like known circle so, oh, see, I, I got what you, I see what you're saying. Um, I can use I my mean, six level slot to cast teleportation circle and send us somewhere, and then I can bring us all back here at the end of the day. We don't need to rent rooms unless we want to. I'm happy to leave anyone anywhere and just play chauffeur because I'm going to be casting the spell for a year straight in this location. Sadly, um, that means that I can't really go more than half a day's travel away from the <laughs> teleportation circle we know the runes for. <laughs> so I'd appreciate it if any such mission involved trying to discover more teleportation circles. <laughs> well, um, if you go to Hollow Faust, you'll be... Not terribly far, uh, probably three days travel or so from Lokiel. Um, the downside to that is it's three days across the festering fields, um, which you all are aware is a about a hundred square mile radius of Skarn that was uh, irrevocably damaged during the Divine War. Um, and is just uh, rampant with necromantic energy. Uh, so there are storms of, of necromantic energy. Um, undead periodically pop up out of the ground without warning. Uh, there are uh, giant tumbleweeds made of bone that periodically animate and attack people. It's not a nice place. Um, alternatively, you can try to get there on foot from where you're at, which would be more of like a, about a 10 day journey 
about five of which is through the sweltering plains, which is Sutak territory, and the other five of which is through the festering fields. Um, So that is also an option. So the most viable options, it sounds like that you have at the moment, are go to Shelzar and go to a temple and hope for the best, provided you don't get arrested while you're in Shelzar. Um, teleport to the Gleaming Valley and hope for the best, um, or head to Low Keel either by way of Hollow Faust or on foot. And doesn't like Nolo have to go back to that one library? Uh, yes, though um, I believe Nolo also has teleportation circle, correct? I don't know. Yes, I do. Right. So Nolo could theoretically bop up there, grab the books, and bop back down if he wanted to. So is there is there a teleportation circle at the library in Lokeel that can get us what we need? Theoretically, but or none of you us? none of you know the 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 combination for the teleportation circle at Lokeel. Closest one you know is Hollow Faust. And how long would it take to get to Lokeel? From Hollow Faust? Three days. Okay. It's just three days across on Springfields. Plus, the other interesting thing is that theoretically, as long as Nolo is traveling with you or or Charlie is with, if either one of them, like if I need to come along, you one of you two could cast teleportation circle where you are and give me the sigil sequence to come to it from ours. Um, okay, good. Oh, yeah, that would be convenient. Right, that would also enable Charlung to go along with you, because one of you could just send a teleportation circle to send Charlung back. Hello, raiders! Thanks for uh, thanks for raiding, murder hobos and choke choke bros. Good to see you. We have so much teleport right now. Yeah, you all apparently got very very sick of walking places. <laughs> So basically just regrouping and just deciding what's next for us. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Because basically we only have like 16 days to sort it all out. And um, otherwise, Ithron will just be smote. Mm. Not ideal. And we're trying to decide if we're going to go back to um, the battlefield we abandoned last minute to finish our mission because the DM is making us feel guilty about that. <laughs> battlefield. Oh, uh, so they we, were shortly, they, shortly yeah. before Nolo joined us uh, when we defeated the uh, plague. We left mm -hmm. all of the soldiers who were just recovering from a plague uh, to defend an attack by the undead necromancers. Well, that's right. We've, we've heard like no news on that since then. 
Nope. None whatsoever. And also, oh. we do have a piece of Breck's armor that we could return to the Gleaming Valley. Yeah, that's true. That is, I believe, in my bag of holding, yeah. <clears throat> Charlong thinks you, that that would be a fitting be place to, to bring it. It's up to y'all. I have laid out the options. In the interim, while you're trying to figure out your plan, uh, Nolo, is there any business that you wanted to attend in uh, and Relic other than getting your books? No, that's been my uh, priority since I got here. So, All right. Um, I will say this. While the rest of you are discussing it, Nolo, you teleport back to the library um, they provide you with the books, but you do notice um, pretty much immediately upon arriving, uh, several of the wizards are uh, kind of like near windows working magic. Uh, seems like there's a bit of a hullabaloo going on in Kovo Kimura. What's going on? Uh, there's been a blizzard for the last eight days or so. That not normal here. I mean, we get snow, don't get me wrong, but uh, not to this degree, no. Clearly something is clearly something has angered the Titans. As I was gonna say, um I have to talk to somebody back home then. Well, here are your books and thank you again for your service. If you'll excuse me. I need to go out and do do what I can to try to help uh, prevent the city from freezing. Thank you very much. Well, Banff back. Excellent. So, yeah, I think you've pissed off your goddess for sure because there's been a blizzard for eight days in Kova Gimro, which is, I, I hear, not normal. Uh, well... I feel bad about that, but <laughs> I comfort myself with the knowledge that it's going to end and not plunge the entire world into eternal winter. Let's say the alt the the alternate was a never ending blizzard, even in Shelzar. So sorry, not sorry, I guess. <laughs> Come with an update. Not judging. I don't care. <laughs> well, you know thank there. you for the update. But um, anyway, so I'm going to try and make it to a dwarf city uh, before Tanil's blessing wears off and she can find me. All right. Uh, so is, is is that going to be the plan then? You're going to try to make it to Brock Torn or do you want to... Uh... So is... Is there a teleport circle between Lokiel and Baruch Torn? You have no idea. Um, uh, Charlung did not make a, a good history check. I'll let uh, you have uh, a bard with you. I'll let Charlie give me a history check if you don't mind. The bard is muted. 
That's a terrible thing to do to a bard. The mute button is not cooperating with me, and my history is not great either. I'm sorry. Uh, 16. 16's not bad. Um, so you know that Barak Torn is um, isolationist uh, at best. They don't let people teleport in. Um, they don't. They've been fighting a war with Calastia for the last 110 years or so. Um, and they, uh, they are very leery of any non-dwarves, but they certainly don't maintain teleportation circles. In fact, the, the city is probably warded against teleportation. All right. So if we were going to try to use teleportation to get to Baruch Torn, what would the best route be? Uh, get a dwarf to do it for you um who theoretically knows uh of some secret way in there because as far as you know there is no uh there is no teleporting into barak torn um, all right is there the, somewhere the, the formal title of barak torn is the impregnable citadel of barak torn oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is now. That would have been information that we good to have like earlier, Travis. Uh, all right. Challenging so, thinkable ship, though, you know, like, you know, it's not my fault. Also, there was also that they're power have that Charlie mentioned. All right. So the next question is Is it possible for us to get to a place where we can? teleport from somewhere to somewhere else that is closer to Baruch Torn. Um, essentially, like, we need to get to New York City, but we can only teleport to Philadelphia. Right. Um, I mean, if you can get to Lochiel and get access to the Ori of the Plains, you could theoretically go anywhere in creation from that point. Okay. As long as you can get in and convince the master archivist to give you access to the orrery, or we break in and do it anyway. Um, try that. That is something you can try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So it seems more and more like Lokeel seems like our best bet. What What do other people think? Yeah. I'm down with whatever. Okay. Uh, I you to not die. Me too. My head is buried in books. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, then I guess let's head to Lokiel. Excellent. Um, so uh, I assume then, um, Charlene, you're going to teleport to hollow fast yeah so was i given any sort of information about the uh like it, official requests for teleportation since everyone seems really surprised when we wander through teleport circles uh <laughs> So the the yeah you would know because you learned the the sequence, um, the teleportation circle located in Hollow Faust is within the the uh, sort of the lobby of the Underfaust. The Underfaust is where 
all of the um, magical research is done. Uh, it's where the the uh, medical school is, um, and it's uh, basically set up so that when you get there, uh, you then fill out some paperwork and petition for entrance into the city. Um, the one of the notable facts about Hollow Faust is it's a relatively um, good and open society, but it's a lawful good and open society. Uh, there are rules, there are laws, and breaking the law in Hollow Faust, generally not advisable. Um, Hollow Faust uh, uses ethically sourced undead for all of its um, security and uh, public works. Um, and the principal uh, deities that are worshipped there are um, Hadrata, Chardun, Vangel, and Madriel, I believe. But so we haven't been of... to Hollow Faust before. You've not could... been to Hollow Faust before. We could see we might get lucky and they might know the teleportation circle runes to get directly to the place that we're trying to go. So that's like one avenue of barter that I want to try to see if we can uh, manage while here. Sure. Uh, is anyone not going on this journey? Is anyone going to stay back at the at, at, at base camp? Are you taking, is there anything that you are specifically or taking with you or specifically leaving behind? Uh, Aetherin will remove her necklace of the Snow Queen and just like put it in a pouch. Okay. Like are you going not, to unattune it? Not for right now. Okay. But I don't want to give in to the temptation to use it. Sure. Smart. Uh, spend your spell slot and cast your spell. You uh, reach through the fabric of the universe and connect yourself to the runes uh, in Holofaust. The surroundings around you fade. Um, and as they come back up, uh, you find yourselves inside of what looks like, I guess for uh, lack of a better word, um, the entryway to a crypt. Is this where we were supposed to end up? Yep. There are... The uh, um, Hollow Faust version of the magic store. School okay lobby right slash. there are um eight guards stationed there um give me just a moment to find y'all's tokens and drag you over to where you're supposed to be 
six of these uh, guards that are stationed there appear to be um, as near as you can tell, they look like they're um, like centaur skeletons. They have the upper body of a human, the lower body of a horse, but they're just skeletal. Uh, the other two, the remaining two, are just human skeletons. Um, as soon as you appear, they all kind of fall in, just step one step closer to you to kind of indicate that you should wait. And then... About a minute, maybe two minutes later, a lady walks in, looks like she's probably human, probably in her 30s, maybe 40s, um, wearing a black cloak, a red, like, sash, like, almost like a um, scarf and a very wide-brimmed black hat. And uh, she walks in uh, holding what looks like a stack of parchment and a pen that looks like it was crafted from like the uh, forearm bone of a human. And she looks around and says, which one of you teleported in? She hands you the stack of paper and the pen. Uh, I cast tongues uh, beforehand, just in case anyone's speaking in other languages uh, also. Sure, uh, absolutely. That won't help me with reading. Uh, what language is said thing written in? Uh, that is a... Beautiful question. Give me uh, two shakes of sheep's tail and I will let you know. Uh, it is, uh, it's written in uh, Dunan. I don't think I know a said language. Uh, if you, Do uh, you offer Lydian translation, man. If you flip through, there's also <laughs> uh, a version in Lydian and a version in Ukradan. All right. I find the Lydian translation. <laughs> uh, they're nothing if not thorough bureaucrats. Gross. Uh, what is it they're asking me to sign? Um, well, it's, they're asking you to like fill out a form. It's asking the purpose of your visit. Uh, the length that you intend to stay, uh, a full inventory of your uh, magical and martial capabilities of yourself and Is your it party. customs form? Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everything you carried with you, the value. Right. Are you bringing any fruits yeah. or vegetables? Actually, from you asked what I was bringing, by the way. I asked about bringing some of this raw titanium as... Uh, 
Oh, you mean the raw adamantine? Or adamantine as possible trade goods. Like, is there more adamantine than you could use in your lifetime? Yes. And if so, can I take some of it Don't to Don't want trade? to pay taxes. Yes. So I'm probably carrying, or we're probably carrying a significant amount, but basically for bar bars purposes. of adamantine in my uh, bag. Yeah. Basically for trade purpose. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they, they want an extensive list mm -hmm. of, um, you know, like I said, magical and martial capabilities, what everyone is carrying, uh, whether or not any of you are currently or have recently suffered a magical or mundane illness, um, uh, any curses that you to, might be under. <laughs> do we have to uh, disclose the, uh, the dead man's rust? Um, do you, you just lie. I mean, uh, you we know. just lie on the customs um, form, like in real life. You have to lie. <laughs> So, uh, so I I will tell the truth on my customs form, except I will not say I think the Snow Queen has it out for me because I haven't actually had that proven yet. That's just conjecture. Uh, well, at this point, I mean, they are um, uh, waiting patiently. But if any of you like attempt to like reach for the paper or whatever, uh, uh, the functionary sort of clears her throat and says the uh, person responsible for your arrival needs to fill out that form. So, yeah, I'm, I'm basically just like <laughs> chatting with everybody, uh, filling out said form uh, for probably, you know, a good 20 or 30 minutes. Like, okay, did you bring... All right, you've got the tattoo. Yeah, uh-huh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, are you going to attempt to omit anything from this form? Don't tell them I think a goddess is mad at me. Uh, there's no... Stop uh, saying it so loud. <laughs> there's, there's no line for that on the form. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, We're not telling you after this. Aw. <laughs> Are you or have you ever been in a god or titan's shit list? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, in that case, uh, go ahead and give me just like a, a if you're not trying to, de to uh, deceive on the form, uh, just go ahead and give me a um, your choice of history or persuasion, whichever is better. All right, I'll go. I'll go for persuasion. That would be a twenty nine. Excellent. Um, after what feels to everyone else like an hour or so, um, Charlung finally finishes the form. Uh, hands it back over. The functionary like just kind of flips through it and says, "Looks like everything's in order." And um, <laughs> could, could I get an extra copy of that? It, can I fill it out before I come next time? Oh, um, certainly. Uh, Thanks. I'll, I'll uh, fetch you one right away. Um, also, uh, the Northern District is off limits to visitors right now. We're uh, currently doing some uh, magical repairs. Bless you. Um, is there anywhere that I can particularly that I can direct you to? Mm 
probably shouldn't um, say where we're going. We should probably just go. Um, I mean, the library. Well, I'm looking That's for a like pretty innocuous place to want to go to. Um, I'm looking for uh, like trade zones for magical components, and because we basically need to buy three. I think we calculated it was like twenty thousand gold pieces worth of inks and oils and gems to cast teleportation circle every day for <laughs> for a year on scarn so absolutely oh and i'm uh, i had a complete brain fart the primary deity that is worshipped in hollow faust is namorga got a death Ooh. why'd you bring us here it's a vacation <laughs> because it's <laughs> It's called a vacation. <laughs> you know where we should go? We should go hang out with the goddess of death. It's going to be a good time. I feel like I already in have perfect, a margarita. Lou. Don't worry about it. It'll fit in perfectly. Don't worry about it. Famous last word. Yeah, they do not seem to bat an eye at Lulu, by the way. Nobody seems to give Lulu a second look. Um, well, that's, that's nice for me. Uh, they give you directions. Uh she hands you a, a, another set of uh, blank customs forms for future use and a, a map of the city. Map of the city does have a couple of magic shops uh, that are listed on it. Um, it also points to the Colosseum, which also serves as the Temple of Vangel. Um, it points to several temples of Namorga uh, and uh, the temples of Hadrad and um, Madriel. And then she leaves. This was the closest we could get to the tower. If we were to leave from here, it would take us how long to get to that tower? Take you three days, provided you don't run into any problems in the festering fields that slow you down. But you know, what are the odds? Also... <laughs> Given that it's only three days from here, I think that's a high likelihood that we will be able to purchase transit or there may exist transit between here and there. You can give it a shot. Uh, where would you like to go first? The bar. The bar knows everything. <laughs> well... You can go, a couple of you can maybe go out on the town and then the, like, wizardy types, we can go after the arcane sigils. Yeah, no? you should definitely send me and Alwyn to the bar alone. <laughs> that won't lead, like, that's a great idea. You're literally <laughs> going to say you're going to go to the bar without me? That's ridiculous. Well, Charlie's coming too. It's just going to make for better decisions. <laughs> if they get into that's trouble, good. just send for us. I think it's... That's a good uh, group split, not going to lie. <laughs> uh, let's do it. What could oh. go wrong? I already have like a drink in my hand somehow. I'm going to get the death oritas and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Didn't you get one when you got off the teleportation circle? <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious guy handed you a drink. Didn't you see that? 
Like how Ithrin always has snacks in her pocket. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, Let's do it. Yes. So just so I'm clear on this, uh, Charlie, Lulu, and Alan are heading to a bar. (laughs) Cavern, right? Yes. Uh, And everyone else is heading to... Uh, the nearest uh, source of of of, of knowledge. Um, well, are you going <laughs> to a magic shop, out. or are you going to try to? Because uh, you're in the underfoss. You're in effectively a magic college. Strip. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'd be looking for like someone in you know like uh, teleportation and. You know, like, do they have a do they have a floor directory that's like teleportation school sixth floor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, most of the uh, there is a directory, but you note that most of the um, departments are uh, related to uh, either necromancy or medicine. these stories so who's gonna go get me a drink i feel like a magic trader might have a good link to magic Uh, circles it is there a temple to madriel here uh there is a temple to madriel that is where ithrin is going all right uh, so if there are there any going, laws we should be aware of, like weird laws, like uh, there, having there, to have the thing on your weapons? Uh, you do not need to have your weapons peace bound, um, but uh, you should know that uh, assault. Uh, this is a good one. With a weapon uh, carries uh, a, a minimum charge of five years of forced labor. Um, oh God. Okay, so we can just use our fists. <laughs> These are lethal weapons. Uh, as far as the laws are concerned, there are um, several laws that are punishable by fine, and there these are all kind of covered in the the pamphlet you have that has the map with it. Uh, like, for example, walking on the wrong side of the street. Um, is punishable by a uh, two gold piece fine. Oh, this sounds like a fun place to be. Yeah, uh, interfering with any undead who are conducting official municipal business is a hundred gold piece fine. Yeah, I'm about to be commissioning some uh, some sort of business for them. <laughs> Someone's going to have to tell me I'm not. <laughs> Well, municipal business would be something like, for example, the city guard or also um, like Hollow Faust's public works is handled. So like as you go out onto the streets, you see like skeletons like sweeping the street. Um, It looks almost to you like a like the mirror opposite of Glivet Hotel. Where every everything was filthy and frightening, and and uh, there was kind of this air of horror about the place. When you get onto the streets of Hollow Faust, everything's kind of bright and shiny and well maintained. There's just a lot of undead walking around, um, but even the undead are bright, shiny, and well maintained. Well, 
I'm probably not as well maintained as them. I was going to say, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, well, it no looks like Lulu doesn't fit in after all. <laughs> so just so that I'm clear on uh, destinations, I've got uh, Charlie, Lulu, Allen at the bar. I've got uh, Charlung, are you, you're going to a magic shop. Is that correct? Uh, unless Nolo has a better idea. I assume Nolo and I are sticking together. If you don't direct Nolo, he will just walk aimlessly right now because right. his head is buried in a book. In fact, you see him like head buried in a book. He walks into a wall, doesn't look up, says sorry, and then keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, well, then in that case... I'm going to assume that someone who deals in magical trinkets probably has some deal with the magical trinket manufactory type people over in that tower. And so they might know a way to teleport there I mean, or get that's a, a message. Safe, that's a safe-ish assumption, I suppose. Um, Being a so, traitor myself. And then... Uh, Again, just to clarify, Ithrin's heading to a temple. Yes. Excellent. Uh, just want to make sure I'm putting everybody in the right spots as I break, as, as we split the party. Um, <laughs> always always great. Our, all, It's our best move. It's a great idea. It it's always worked out great. A plus. Never, 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 never been a problem. Never. We've never ended up fighting gods after that's happened. Mm-mm. Nothing Not better than <laughs> All right. So we're going to start. Uh, we're going to go in like a reverse order once I get everybody kind of set up. Um, Roll for initiative. <laughs> no. <laughs> we already <laughs> split the party like three ways. We have to be peaceful for two minutes. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you can you can swing that? No, I'm going to I'm going to a bar with Alan. There's no way that this ends in not jail. We're going, we're going to jail. <laughs> Free hotel. <laughs> Free hotel. And lots of lake. Be room, board, and meals. <laughs> I mean, that is accurate. You you would have, in fact. It sounds like you're just employed now. <laughs> <laughs> Might actually be better than some people's employment. I yeah. mean, I'm really looking forward to this bar scene. It's going to be highly entertaining no matter what happens. <laughs> All right. so, are we supposed to be finding information out though just to remember that <laughs> oh. we will, you're looking to see if like hiring or like what what the people who make the route between here and there might know about the travel potential okay sure um, alright we'll start things off in the bar yes uh, 
so uh Alan, Lulu, Charlie, you arrived at the bar. Um it's late afternoon, probably. So um it's pretty busy here. Like people people are uh enjoying dinner, uh enjoying some drinks. There's um a band playing when you walk in and you immediately clock that the band is entirely made out of skeletons uh who seem to be using their own bones as like wood woodwind instruments. <laughs> um there's a human behind the bar uh, who sort of nods at you as you walk in. Um, you would say probably uh, 85 to 90% of the people that you've seen so far while you've been in the city are human. You've seen a couple of orcs, a dwarf or two, but it's mostly humans. And you do, uh, let's get an insight check from the three of you. Fourteen. Twenty-four. That's really close to a natural one. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, what about Alan? It's rolling. Eighteen. All right. All three of you clock pretty quickly. Um, that they seem to, they seem to be kind of looking at you a bit oddly as you're walking in. Um, all of us are Alan specifically. <laughs> you're. <laughs> I would say with what you rolled, Lulu, you probably think it's all of you that they're looking at. Uh, Alan, <laughs> you're pretty sure that they're just looking at you a bit oddly. And um, with your uh, result, Charlie, you can clock that most of the people seem to be kind of a mixture of scared and uh, tense at Alan's presence. <laughs> That's fair. It's probably appropriate, actually. Is it because they look so hot? <laughs> yes. Um, why don't you make a history roll, Alan? <laughs> it's about to be. No. <laughs> Is that the famous actress Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh, I have that's, no that's not okay. <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> yeah, you haven't the foggiest. Um, if you want to yeah, drop a, a history is. check, uh, Charlie, I will allow you to do so as well. <laughs> oh. I can find the right tab. Man, uh, our group just goes around oblivious to a lot of things. 22. Okay, so you, uh, as you realize that they're looking at Alan, do you realize that uh, Hollow Faust has repelled three sieges throughout since its foundation. All three of those sieges were by Sutek. Um, <laughs> they're probably and, and you and you look around and and realize there's no iron bread here. Um, 
so they're probably you're probably experiencing a, a wee bit of uh, of of uh, racially motivated discomfort and perhaps prejudice uh, based on, on on the presence of of a iron bread. Hmm. Will Charlie tell me this? Um. Yeah. I'll. But I'll. I'll say like. I don't know that they like the horse folks. <laughs> I'm gonna try to not be like, yo, you know, like I don't, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a total psycho, but I mean, and I, I get it. I'm gonna can, be like, you, you I'm can, gonna pretend like I'm taking a call, and I'm gonna be like, I need to leave immediately, and I'm gonna go into the alley and put my head of disguise and come back to the human. <laughs> Good choice. All right. So you just pull a rock out of your pocket like it's a sending stone. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I need a signal. <laughs> um, uh, the two of you uh, notice a uh, sort of like a collective sigh of relief when Alan walks out of the bar. Um, how long are you waiting before you walk back in, Alan? Um, I'm gonna give it like a minute. <laughs> like I don't want it to feel like too long. Like I could have gone somewhere and, and did something, but I don't want it to feel like. And also, like I'm probably gonna take a piece of clothing because <laughs> I don't want to come back in the exact same outfit. Well, they had a disguise. They had a disguise to let you change your oh, okay, outfit okay. look as well. Uh, but if you walk out and turn and walk in a minute later back over to the people you left that's still some bugs bunny type shit so i'm gonna need you to make a deception check please <laughs> bugs bunny. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna come up i'm not gonna come up to them i'm gonna just come up to the bar and sit to like kind of away from them for a bit okay and pretend that's, to meet them that's a, a little better um <laughs> but uh, i should still do a deception check no, you'll be fine. Um, okay. <laughs> well, uh, like, bye guys. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> while Alan is walking out and uh, and getting her Bugs Bunny on, what are Charlie and Lulu doing? Probably getting a drink and yeah, going to find somebody to talk to. Uh, the barkeep. Uh, gives you both a, a whatever you order. Uh, there's, they have a, a, a wide array of, of alcohol selections here. And I say, um, I, I assume your buddy that left is one of those iron bread we've heard about. Yeah, that's or what I've been you, told. Or, or did you bring a Sutek into Hollow Faust? Oh no, no, she's not. Yeah, people are a little uh, leery. Uh, we we don't see a lot of iron bread here. Um, sorry uh, for the ignorance. Um, what brings you to Halifax? You you look you look like uh, you're not from around these parts. No, we've got to head. Where are we going? I can't remember the name of anything. Lokeel. We're looking for this road. Yeah, so we're trying to, to trying to get to Lokeel. And uh oh, um, I mean there's a there's there's a, a passage to take you straight there. Um this time of year it's a little dicey. 
um, with the uh, uh, with the necro storms, but uh, what are necro storms? Festering Fields has uh, some weather patterns. Um, the necro storms are basically clouds of of necrotic energy uh, that blow through rot meat age people raise the dead that sort of thing they're pretty bad this time of year um caravans don't start back up uh, for about three weeks okay does it penetrate everything i mean you know if you if you know your necromancy you can probably uh you know make it through if you if you've got the right or just general protection protection magics it's just not cost effective to run caravans right now gotcha are there necromancers for hire i mean you're in a town full of them um if you wanted to hire a guide like i said you know all the official uh businesses that move back and forth are are in downtime right now but you might be able to find somebody who uh, would would run you there for, you know, if, if the coin's right. Who's the best? Uh, you're asking for my personal recommendation? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Uh, That's a good question. Give me a second to think on that. And he steps over and walks over to Alan, who's just sat down. <laughs> we don't know it's Alan, do we? <laughs> you do, because um, you've seen me like this before. Right, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what can I get for you? Um, whatever ale is finest, and I drop a, f- a few coins. Sets you up. Sweet. <laughs> I just say, Sweet. <laughs> Does he think I'm hot? <laughs> um, make an insight. Rumble for perception. <laughs> yeah, make 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 an insight check. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Ooh, nineteen, baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, he seems to, um, you know, That's a no. <laughs> blush a, a little bit at, at you, you know. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, I kind of look over to Lulu and Charlie. He's like, I couldn't help but overhear you say you were trying to get to what's the name of the town again? Lokio. Lokio. <laughs> <laughs> we're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> God. Uh, he comes back over uh, and he says yeah so if you're if you're looking to hire um, uh, there's a uh, lady by the name of uh, Brisnava she uh 
Runs a delivery business. Knows her way around the um, pestering fields pretty well. I can put you in touch with her if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. He uh, snaps his fingers and waves a skeleton over. You see there's uh, one of the skeletons is like mopping the floor in the bar. He sets the mop in the bucket, walks over, uh, and the barkeep grabs a parchment and writes a little note and hands it to the skeleton. Says, take that to to Brisnavale. And uh, the skeleton kind of jogs out the door. Is there anything else that you would like to attend to while you're in this bar waiting for this messenger to return? Nope, just drinks. All right. Uh, you're having a few drinks. Um, I will get back to y'all momentarily. Uh, in the meantime, at the uh, magic shop, uh, you go to um, Malifaux's uh, Miscellany, a magic shop that's run by a halfling, not, not too far from the campus. Are you able to see the map and everything? I can see it, yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, as you first step in, there's uh, kind of a counter right by where you walk up to. Um, Halfling pops up. Looks like he's probably, um, you know, middle-aged. Uh, wearing some robes and has, again, the sort of standard Halifaustian giant-brimmed black hat. He says, uh, welcome to the miscellany. What can I do for you? Uh, Nolo still head and book. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Charlong will, uh, step you know, up. He's kind of looking, trying to look over the edge of the book and see what Nolo's reading. Almost like up on the counter to do so. What was Charlong doing? Uh, Trying to basically talk the guy into, uh, or ask if uh, he does any trading with the. Why can't I remember the name of the place? Loki. 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in the chat. So All right. please do. Loki with an L. Loki. Uh, yeah. I it's also more fun when we all forget. <laughs> I've also uh, put the guide's name in the chat, but. Uh... <laughs> all right. I will copy both of those things to the other chat. Excellent. Yeah, like Nolo, like like doesn't look up for it, but like low key and just keeps reading. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I got some customers who wanted me to get them as close as I could, and this is where I landed. I was hoping you might be trading with them. Oh, uh, from time to time, I, I uh, get a little bit of uh, information. Uh, from the uh, 
order of the closed book. Uh, once in a while, I'll acquire something. Um, but trade is pretty well um, closed down for the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. What is that? Uh, bad weather. It's storm season. Uh, the festering fields are not particularly safe this time of year. But if there's something particular that you're looking for, I can see if I have it in my archives. Uh, I was also hoping that you might be, though I understand uh, this might not be your uh, most preferred form of barter, but I'll like pull out a, one of the many platinum bars that I'm carrying with me uh, okay. and set it on the table. But oh, I certainly will accept adamantine as a, as payment. But uh, our adamantine bars, yes, sir. But what what would you like to purchase? I need a lot of inks, a lot of chalks, and a lot of gemstones uh, for inscribing circles. Oh, um, this will cover just about everything I have in stock. Um, he uh, hops down off the counter, runs in the back, comes back out with uh, three bags. Teleportation circles, I take it? You know. There should be enough in there to uh, cast about 400 of them. You wouldn't happen to know if that uh, temple of the closed book doesn't sound like it has a teleportation circle, do you? No, the uh, monks uh, at Locale have sworn off teleportation. Yeah. All right. Glad to live in civilization. <laughs> anything else I can do for you? Uh, did you need anything while we were here, bud? Um, I'd probably... Just want like a general, I guess, like refill of like, um, like my spell components, probably. I don't know how much that would run. <laughs> oh, uh, like just to refill your component pouch, uh, yeah. 20 gold. I'll give him 20 gold. Excellent. Pleasure doing business with you. Enjoy your stay in Hollow Faust. Best of luck getting a little keel. Thank you. Run into another wall again. Sorry. And then keep going. <laughs> We should probably Excellent. go meet up with the pub crew. All right. So the two of you start heading to the pub. Um, as you start making your way there, let me just throw your tokens over there before I forget to. Um, we move to the Temple of Madriel. Ithrin, you step into the temple and you find it uh, black for me. Is it? Hold on two seconds. You step into the temple and you find it empty. Uh, there doesn't appear to be anyone uh, in service. There is a, a pool of holy water in the center of the temple. Uh, each of these circles is a statue of the Redeemer. 
Okay. Um, could I make a check or would I already know the appropriate way to treat the holy water? Like, like I know sometimes there's like a font that you're supposed to wash your hands in and sometimes that's not what the water's there for. And Yeah, this is like a, you know, you can uh, sort of anoint yourself with it um, uh, as, as a, a general cleansing and a, a open prayer for forgiveness effectively. Uh, yeah, so Ithran will then do that um, and probably leave like a couple coins on the ledge as an offering. As soon as you touch that holy water to your forehead, uh, a bright light fills the entirety of the um, of the chamber. Almost blinding. I look around. Half a second. Uh, as you look around, you see a glowing angel with blue skin and eagle wings the probably a 10 foot wingspan uh, floating above the pool. I genuflect. Loads down and lands in front of you. Uh, the You carry a magic some sort of trickery you're you're hiding from someone. Uh, yes, I am hiding from Fregalia because I have done something that will save a lot of lives, but angered her. And you've come to petition for aid. Yes. Tell me, why would the Redeemer insert herself in the business of a cleric and her god because i betrayed my goddess and that sounds like something that uh requires redemption i know that fralia will probably smite me for what i've done uh and i knew that when I did it, and I knew that I was going against her commands at the time, but she wanted she wanted a world that was one big ice cube with nothing living on it. And I wouldn't mind winter returning to where it's supposed to be. But only as part of the cycle where it's supposed to be. Poor Slytherin, you are so young. Your people are so young. Winter is where it is supposed to be. The world operates under the plan that was laid out by the victors. The fact that you were duped by a demigod with delusions of grandeur is tragic and is terrible. But 
I don't believe it warrants on its face the intervention of my goddess. Also, you claim to petition for redemption, but have yet to pay the wage of your sin. That's true. Do you know the types of punishments that are generally reserved for a cherished cleric tasked directly with a mission by their deity who should imagination so yes well it is not an issue of imagination it is an issue of do you of there is a prescribed consequence that is likely to occur to you Oh, uh, the player is derping, but I had this described like some sort of like living death stasis thing. Right, the, uh, becoming yeah. unhallowed. Right. Uh, yeah, so then Nathan will say, uh, yes, I have seen the unhallowed and I really don't want to become one. I'm certain you do not, but... It is outside of my power and my mistress's wishes to prevent or interfere with a relationship between divinity and its representatives on Earth, on Skarn. Now, there's nothing I can do to change either of your minds. Should you? endure the state and still seek my goddess's embrace, there may be a means of earning that redemption. But what you're asking right now is an escape hatch, a loophole, a way out of facing what you have done. And that is not Madriel's business. Okay. I understand. Thank you for your time and your wisdom. Blessings upon you. And perhaps when all is said and done, your goddess will grant you mercy. She's the definition of a cold-hearted bitch, so (laughs) I don't think that's possible. But thank you. He nods and says, blessings be upon you, and flies back up into the sky, uh, disappearing in a flash of light. Um, You are uh, blessed and are uh, under the effects of a blessed spell until you sleep. Nice. Uh, Ithrin will uh, take some time to contemplate her own mortality before uh, seeking out the rest of the party where they're at. Excellent. Um, As you get uh, take a few minutes and engage in some prayer. 
and then eventually start making your way to the bar. Um, so we turn our attention back to the bar. Um, Alan, Charlie, Lulu, uh, you've waited for probably about 20 minutes. The skeleton returns, hands the barkeep a piece of parchment. Barkeep unfolds it, opens it. Uh, says, well, uh, Bresnava uh, is willing to meet with you, uh, is willing to consider your offer and, and negotiate. Um, hands you the uh, parchment, there's an address on it. Should we go there? Um, what if I message, I have message, right? Message, I think you need line of sight for sending, I think. Or sending, or yeah. I have yeah. something, hold on. I have sending, yeah. Yeah, so why don't I use sending? Hold on. I keep scrolling the wrong part of the screen. Um, they're split into two groups, right? Uh, yes, and actually, short, very shortly, like within minutes of of uh, the skeleton arriving, you do see Charlene and Nolo enter. Okay, well then I will use sending to message um, Ithrin, geez, and tell her that we are um, supposed to meet somebody to discuss assistance. I will go where the message tells me to go. I would think we'll meet at the tavern or the whatever it is. And, uh, then go from there together. Okay. Um, about five minutes after uh, Charlene and Nolo arrive, Ithrin arrives as well. Uh, Charlene, Nolo, Ithrin, you all do notice, obviously, the island is in her human guise again. In a while. <clears throat> we should go and meet Brisnava. Uh, who? I'll catch Ithrin up that we've met, that we've been referred to somebody who can help us get passage through and the necromancer storm things and everything. All right. That's for, uh -huh. well, for everybody, obviously. It's, Half of us weren't here. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucked, but it's okay. Maybe. <laughs> what did you do? I mean, the whole snow egg squish thing uh, will probably get me smote and well, like, Madriel. Oh, I went to go ask Madriel for help and 
she sent one of her angels to talk to me, which was actually pretty generous that I got that much attention. But the angel explained that there's nothing she can do until the smiting. And Sounds like maybe them. she'll help after and maybe not. Well, that's useful. Unacceptable. Are you all, are you all noticing a pattern here? You the all seem to have given bastards? so much. Yes. Given so much for these gods, and what do they give you back in return? No, no, I'm yes. you, dude, but I am also uh, trying not to get smote. So we have to kill the gods. Anarchy. Oh I mean, man, like the I mean, biggest one killed their gods right now. I was like, Alan says that. Oh my god. I mean, if you know how, I'm listening. <laughs> this, 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 this is never going to oh. end this mission. <laughs> oh, I love when things line up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wasn't the whole reason we were trying to get to Lokiel so that you could talk to this? Well, to, to Madriel, uh, ideally, but um, if you get to Lokiel, you can still uh, either A, do a bunch of research because it's one of the best, one of the most well-stocked libraries in uh, Skarn, but B, uh, the Orrery of the Plains is there, so you could theoretically uh, go anywhere, including um, any divine plane or zodiacal plane, uh, which might not only I'm be <laughs> right. Might not only be like if you wanted to, for example, petition. You still have the option of petitioning Hadrad, um, but also if you wanted to hide, that might not be a bad place to do it. Alternatively, you can go back home and wait. Wait for it to smote. I want to be a little more proactive. We're gonna go. Yeah, out of character talking. Like, wasn't there like a thing we learned about where she can basically like get out of her cleric like contract or something like that? Did I like imagine that conversation happening as like our options? Yeah, uh, I don't believe that there was any discussion of like breaking her um, obligation to her cleric. I mean, she could renounce her, her god, like that is the thing she could do. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that's kind of closing the barn doors after the horses have gotten out at this point. Yeah, I mean, renounce or not, I'm still getting smoked. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, you can you can beg Denev for help, but Denev is you know, asleep for the most part. Um, uh. Having said that, you know, uh, there's a lot of divine planes that you could try to, like, if you wanted to just hide, you could go run to one of the divine planes and, and maybe stay a step ahead. Um, yeah, so... The angel did give Aethrin, uh one small piece of hope, which is just like, you might have to suffer, but then we'll fix it. 
but also I don't kind of I I don't necessarily want to rely on that. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, so. Very with, few good options. With my background in um. Am I from again? I forget the. Oh, Ashrak. Asherak, yeah. So I've been around like gods and demigods a lot. And obviously I've been just like preparing for a while uh, for something that Alan just like mentioned a minute ago. Do I know how strong demigods are relatively compared to like mortals? Obviously they're like, you know, super strong, but like, is it feasible? Um, you know that there have been, uh, there's been... No instances that you know of where mortals have slain a god or a demigod. Uh, however, you do know that mortals did once slay a titan. Uh, and that's like on far? That's more powerful than a god. It was hundreds of them, and the survivors were cursed eternally. Um and they're, they're, the god that they worshipped was killed in the process. But the Forsaken Elves of Termana did kill Turn. It was possible. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we operate. <laughs> That's why I got these books. Anyway, I'm going to keep reading. Uh, also, I would say, why don't you go ahead and give me either your option of a history or religion check, Nola? All right. 29. Okay, Ooh. excellent. So with that result, uh, you're also acutely aware that uh, the demigods are um, nothing if not petty. Um, so while the divine victors might not Dane to get in the middle of demigod bullshit. Other demigods might very well stick their nose in one another's business. There is no truce that prevents them from doing that. Happens in Asherak all the time. Uh, them sort of sniping at one another. Um, so it's possible to seek out the patronage of another demigod uh, to to act on on Ithran's behalf. We'd have to figure out which one and what you could offer them and what the, you know. Basically, you'd be trying to find a demigod to hide behind. Yeah, I'd share that. I'm just basically like, you just got to find the, you know, the demigod to just start some squabble with, with her and let them take care of each other. Or more than one. The more the merrier. Maybe they can pick each other off and it's like less... It's even more, you know, it's just great. More than go down. We just need to sow the seeds of discord. Yep. Anyway, I back to my has been talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, not to talk shit, but did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear? We can go girl, girl mean girl on this. We can do it. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> Did you, oh my god <laughs> another option just to throw this out there this is something that would probably have occurred to all of you at this point um Ithrin can't become unhallowed if she's dead 
<laughs> That's fine. <Or> undead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's My better. Romeo and Juliet. I was going to say, that might have occurred to us, but that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, Ithrin, and give her some sort of poison that makes her heart stop for a little bit, and then the goddess is like, well, I guess she's dead. And then, you know, we bring her back to life. To be fair, we are in the yes. city where that's possible. We could just make that. I happen. mean, I'm un, I'm undead, so you're doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. These are all options. I mean, I guess we could find a friendly vampire. <laughs> uh, these are all options that we're going to leave you to ponder until next session, because that's where we're going to wrap things <laughs> up for this week. With you all sitting in the pub. Uh, getting ready to go talk to uh, Brisnava, your uh, potential guide to Lokiel, should you decide you still want to go there. Um, any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns about tonight's session? It was awesome. I'm just putting a Miller's Miller's accident after this conversation. <laughs> accident. All right. Well, uh, that being said, then, I will have everyone... Uh, give us your pertinent details as we sign off for tonight. So uh, starting this time with Lulu, please tell us who you are, what you do, uh, who you're playing, your pronouns, their pronouns, and anything you would care to promote. Hi, I'm Allie. Uh, I play Lulu. We're both she, her. Uh, last week I was in Portland. Highly recommend. It was a beautiful place. Did, didn't think that the pictures would do it justice, but it was Really pretty. So that's my fun fact this week. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm glad that you had fun in Portland. I hear nice things. Uh, thank, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, next up, Charlie, your pertinence, please. Um, I am Sarah Sharnover, she, her. I play Charlie, she, her. I forgot who I was for a minute. Uh, I uh, play video games and write books and talk shit all over the internet. I'm Wordsmith Sarah. Pretty much everywhere. So that's me. Excellent. And I am going to throw a link to Sarah's Patreon um, in the chat. Uh, thank you so much. Next up, uh, Nolo, your pertinence, please. Uh, hey, guys. I'm Mike Newton. I'm playing Nolo. Both of us, he, him. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere at uh, Mike Newton. Um, and I just want to share like a little like cool thing that I've like uh, learned recently. It's just um, if you are uh, a creative and you're like me with like ADHD and you find yourself kind of like stunlocked in not being able to like create anything and you don't want to take prescription drugs like Adderall because that's scary to you. Um, look into a lion's mane. Uh, it's a little mushroom you can take in like pill form and it helps with like bunch of like cognitive things like you know your memory your focus your your energy all that stuff i've been taking it for a couple of days now and it's life-changing so well, i'm really productive awesome. right now so check out lion's mane it's pretty dope not sponsored obviously because it's just a mushroom <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad to hear that that's working out for you man that's awesome news good good thank you good to, good to hear yeah that's awesome uh, uh, congrats congratulations um, next up, we have uh, uh, Ithrin, your pertinence, please. 
Hello, I've been playing Ithrin. My name is Rachel. You can find me Stolen Fires pretty much everywhere. Uh, except Blue Sky, because I haven't gotten an invite code yet. Hint, hint. Uh, but you can find me on Twitch on uh, this coming Friday. I will be running a Blade Runner Chronicle. It should be lots of fun. They will be investigating uh, an explosion at the Wayland yutani shipyard. Nice. Sounds like a good time. Please head over there and uh, give Rachel a follow. I've thrown the link in the chat. Uh, next up, we have Alan. Your pertinence, please. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Melena. Uh, she, they, I play Alan. She, her. Uh, I am a coach, movement coach, slash art teacher, slash illustrator in Chicago. And uh, this week, I wanted to share that my printer fucked up my stickers so I had to cut them out by hand and um this took like I don't know five minutes to cut um but he's so cute right like look at this guy so if you go on my patreon and you subscribe to my patreon you will get one of these he kind of looks like dragon ball z things to me that is adorable and it does have a bit of a of a dbz vibe to it um and I've thrown the link to Melina's patreon in the chat so definitely go over there and check that out uh uh, I am a proud supporter of Melina's Patreon, and I highly recommend yeah. you, uh, you you uh, throw throw some money that direction. Um, and then that brings us around to Charlung, your pertinence, please. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm Corey, uh, aka Narf on the interwebs, and I play Charlung, both of us say them. Uh, and uh, I work on a video game where you could pay homage to a mushroom uh sentient and godlike mushroom uh, <laughs> named Pax Clank, actually. Uh, it's a game called Caves of Cud. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, fun little adventure role-playing roguelike. Yep. Dope, dope. And I've thrown the link to the Caves of Cud website in the chat. It's available <clears throat> on Steam pretty much everywhere where you uh, buy video games, itch, I believe, right? Um, so yeah, you can get it, uh, wherever you acquire your, your favorite, uh, digital pastimes. Uh, and I guess that brings us to me. My name is Travis. My pronouns are he, they, when I'm not running games, I am writing them, uh, which brings me to the first thing I want to call everyone's attention to, uh, Trinity Continuum Adventure is now available in POD and PDF, uh, over at DriveThruRPG. Um, I'm super stoked about this. It's one of my favorite uh, settings uh, of RPGs, period. And I had the uh, extreme privilege and pleasure of getting to write on it. So uh, I would highly recommend you go over and pick that up and then uh, rate it, review it, say nice things about it. Uh, I would love to hear what people think of it. Uh, it was a delight to work on. If you're into uh, pulp fantasy fiction and punching Nazis and Flash Gordon and fun stuff like that, um definitely uh go grab adventure and tell all your friends to do the same i also want to remind you that the last friday of every month is onyx path game night um over at start playing i just had uh devin from start playing here on the channel and we walked through setting up a game it's real simple if you're a subscriber to the channel you can go watch that vod now otherwise it'll be up on our youtube in a few days um I will be running They Came From Beneath the Sea uh, for the next game night. Uh, that game should go up publicly in a couple of days. Um, 
And then also want to remind you that uh, Onyx Path Con is coming up uh, June 16th through 18th. There will be a lot of fun stuff, lots of panels and actual plays. Uh, we are partnered with a couple different channels. Um, Dork Tales, who I'll be rating here in a moment, uh, is going to be having some programming for us. Our good friends over at Rolling Nomads will be carrying some programming for us. And uh, this year, we're also adding Simulacra Studios uh, to our uh, partner channels. So lots of fun, lots of actual plays. We're going to be uh, showing off some neat new stuff that I can't quite tell you about yet. Uh, it's just going to be a good time. You don't want to miss it. So put that... Uh, Mark that in your calendars, June 16th through 18th, Onyx Path uh, Virtual Gaming Convention right here on Twitch. Um, you can also get more information on all these things over on our Discord. Uh, throw in the link to that in the chat there. So, yeah, uh, it has been a pleasure. Oh, and the last thing, uh, again, if you uh, did back Dead Man's Rest on Kickstarter, make sure that you have checked your backer kit because... The uh, Kelder Mountains Vigil Watch book is out. And we talked a little bit about some of that Lord of Night uh, from that book, actually. Uh, Baruch Torn is covered in there. Uh, if you want to get all the secrets of the dwarves and the Drindali elves, that's the book you want. Uh, if you didn't back uh, Dead Man's Rest on Kickstarter or back your kit, that's okay. Uh, Vigil Watch uh, Kelder Mountains is coming very, very soon to drive through RPG. Um, yeah, other than that, I guess uh, as... The late, great Jerry Springer, I used to say, be good to yourselves and each other. And, um, yeah, wash your hands, get your shots, all that fun stuff. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Until then, take care. Bye.